The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Saints Happy Hour is doing a live show at Port Orleans on Friday, September 16th. Join us as we get ready for the Saints 2022 home opener versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. It will be a fun night of laughs and Saints talk with the Saints Happy Hour crew. The show starts at 7 p.m. You need to RSVP at saintshappyhour.com to make sure you get the free The Boys Are Back in Town Souvenir Cup featuring the Honey Badger and Jarvis Landry, so you can fill it up with beer for your first drink at just three bucks, with all the proceeds going to support Team Gleason. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and RSVP for the Saints Happy Hour live show at Port Orleans on September 16th. We will see you there. And who dat? Did you know there is a great and easy way to support Saints Happy Hour? Even if you aren't a patron, Amazon Prime users can support Saints Happy Hour for free. Just click on the text in this episode's description that says instructions on how Amazon Prime users can support the show. It will only take you three minutes, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything. You just do a couple of clicks, and you give us $3 of Jeff Bezos' money. So go do it right now. And remember to do it every month. So if you haven't done it yet this month, go do it. And thank you for supporting Saints Happy Hour. G'day, it's Stevic from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know fuck all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex, shoulder pads and helmets, running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field and we all stand around and drink blood watching it but american football's your thing you know what to do saints happy hour podcast stick it in your ear hole all right everybody welcome to another edition of saints happy hour podcast this one's free to everybody i want to say we know we got like 35 40% more listeners andrew's camp has started not everybody's a patron. I'm going to make an offer. If you're not a patron and you listen to the show, you listen to the free version, you like it, you don't know if you want to be a, be a patron and join our Discord community and get the show every day, sign up, become a patron. If you don't like it, I will refund your money. One click, boom, you can get it all back and you can keep the booze bundle if you sign up at the $10 level. That's my guarantee to you. You don't like it, we'll give you your money back. But try us for a month. I guarantee we're the best Saints podcast anywhere we give you more fun saints content every day andrew saints are doing a joint practice this week two days with the green bay packers tuesday wednesday uh before their game on friday night i want to remind people though to join practice we get excited we get depressed but i want to remind people that in 1991 jim mora after a joint practice with kansas city lost his goddamn mind 
about a Saints team that, by the way, went 11-5 and and won the first ever division title. But Jim Mora, after practice, lost his mind. Jim, obviously you're not happy. Oh, we got our ass kicked. We got our ass kicked. It was, it was, it was uh, sickening. First three, we have 18 plays on offense. First 18 plays, we turn the ball over, one for a touchdown. The other one's going to set, set up a touchdown. We can't, you know, we got backs that can't hang on to the ball. They out-hit us. They out-toughed us. You know, we, we stunk today. We're, we're, we're not even close between that football team and our football team. Not even close. Ridiculous. We run two screens. We don't block anybody. We get a back, gets his knee blown out on one of them. Can block anybody. We stunk. Just stunk. Jim injuries. I think it's... Uh, I, I, Dean told me he blew his knee out. You know, you got to block people on a screen. Shit, he gets the ball out there, and two guys, big old animals, nail his ass. Shit, it's ridiculous. We, we run a screen before that, we get our ass nailed. What about Shit. scales, coaches? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, Dean said he couldn't put any weight on his leg. That didn't sound too good to me. Shit, we, we're down, you know, we're down and back. We're down in everything. We, 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 you know, shit, we don't have enough people right now. Be hard to practice next week, effectively. Pink it done for the year, you think? I don't know. I don't know. Dean told me he looked like he tore two needle ligaments. That doesn't sound very encouraging. Do you take into account of all the fact that they bear? I don't take into account shit. All I take into account is they kicked our ass today. That's what I take into account. Stowers. Stowers. Well, let me let me just tell you something. He looked pretty good, right? They cut him before they came to camp. The Kansas City Chiefs cut Stowers before they came to camp. Camp looked pretty good for us. Maybe that shows you the difference between our team and their team. I don't know. Will you go back to What practice? do you guys think about that? You, pretty good indication, right? They won't even bring him to camp. Shit, he looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Jim, will you change uh, the focus of practice? It depends if we got anybody that can practice. You know, we got if we can line up and do, do something. Jim, was the effort there today? Did you? Uh, I was all right. Uh, you know, uh, Buford Jordan goes in there and gets a little hit and knocks the ball out. Head gets in there, gets a little hit, ball goes out. Shit, I don't know if that's effort or not. Horse shit ball carrying, I know that. Horse shit. Andrew, I play that for a number of reasons. One, uh, it's delightful, so and I love it. And it's It never ama- gets old. It, it's amazing. It old. That's one reason. But the other reason is Jim Mora lost his mind. That Saints team would go 11-5, and five, win the first ever division title. And oh, by the way, they, they, they were better than the Chiefs, by the way. They were better than the Chiefs. They would beat the Chiefs in September in Kansas City. So I'm just saying, when you read the reports today about this, we'll get to the Saints offense. Andy Dalton struggled a little bit. We'll get to that in a minute. When you read reports of the, the, the team practice that you like or you don't like, don't freak out. Is all I'm saying. And I'm the king. I'm, Saints panic is my brand. I'll, I'll do it a little too. I'm just saying, just, just, just practice. Just calm, calm a little bit down. But Today, Andrew, the Saints defense resumed the curb stomping that they did to the Packers in September. Adebo looked amazing. Chase, Chase Hansen was making plays. Peyton Turner had a sack. Cam Jordan had a sack. Like the defense, the defense for the Saints to me, what it showed me today, it's as advertised. Like it's it, it it's been really good. It's going to continue to be really good. And I know Green Bay has receivers issues and all that, but they got Aaron Rodgers and they're an elite NFC team and the Saints put it on them again today. Yeah, I mean they made some plays. Like there was a 47-yard pass to Alan Lazar over uh Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He got beat on a play. Where apparently the coverage is pretty good and big time throw by Aaron Rodgers, but um you know, it's okay. I mean, I think uh Overall, defensively, yeah, they're they're right where we want them to be. 
And, and we've kind of talked about how Adebo is unlocked this defense in some ways because now, as opposed to the field being cut in half, where you're just trying to go away from Lattimore, uh, not now there's not really anywhere you can go comfortably. So they're in a good spot there. You know, obviously, the big thing is Pete Werner because I, I I don't believe right now there's a third linebacker on this team. So if you don't have Demario Davis and Werner in there, Oof. I think the drop off is pretty significant. Eric Wilson maybe. Is a guy that could start for the Saints. I, I'd love to see more of him, but like right now, linebacker feels like a weakness on this team. I wish they had brought... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. What about Quan Alexander? I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I wonder if Quan Alexander thinks about it in the Jets. He's like, man, if I'd have just taken the deal with the Saints, I'd be starting. Ah, you know. Um, but, it, you know, it was the thing was with linebacker, it was a risk. I mean, they wanted to commit to Pete Warner. They liked what he saw. He, he And the thing is, like, it wasn't just some risky roll of dice. Like, Pete Warner was good last year. So for the Saints to say Pete Warner's the the guy we want and we've drafted him high, he's shown enough to us for us to commit to him. Like, it wasn't wasn't a crazy decision. It wasn't like we were were like Pete, you know, Pete Warner was a disaster last year. What are you doing? Like, it was, you know, sometimes you have to make calls you don't like and they did it and Maybe it doesn't work out. Uh, I'm I'm dreading the breaking news siren of Pete Warner going to Philadelphia to get the mesh any day now. I feel like that's coming. Yeah, um, I'm braced for it. Sure. <laughs> I, I will say it was good that they had a lot of Pete, Peyton Turner, Cam Jordan. The, the the pass rush started to flash, and that was a, to me. Besides, I know you talked about the run defense against the Texans. Besides the run defense, the 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 guys playing in the fourth quarter and not popping off the screen and not dominating or flashing like that was a big concern so maybe you know they got a fire lit under them i'm hoping that translates against tomorrow and on friday in the game yeah well the big the game is the big one obviously you want to see them kind of you know after a week of practice they kind of get used to all that and then they kind of figure out how to put it all together with the game plan, but there's a little bit more familiarity with your opponent when you've been practicing with them all week. So I do think those games take a little bit of a different shape and form just because it's not, you're a little bit more prepared 
and, and you know what to expect. So there's a little bit more of chess pieces mm-hmm. uh, that get moved around. You know, it's a little bit more gamesmanship. So it'll it'll be interesting. But yeah, I mean, the big thing is with this preseason game is how much of the starters going to play because we really only saw one drive and it was with Andy Dalton. And James Winston isn't practicing today. He's with the team. He's there. Um, but as far as I know, he hasn't taken any snaps today. So, you know, will, will he practice tomorrow? Will he practice at all this week? Um, or will he play in the game at all? Or is he basically taking this whole week off? Uh, my understanding is that it's unlikely he'll play. So we'll, we'll see what happens or if his ankle starts to feel better over the next couple of days. At least he's with the team. But, you know, it's interesting. Like, I, I will tell you this, Ralph. Like we're kind of fast approaching. If Jameis can't practice and get some reps in here pretty soon, we're not that far removed from Andy Dalton starting Week One, and and I'm starting to get a little nervous about that. I so mean, like it's, at some it, at some point he needs to be out there. I mean, listen, if he to me, if Jameis isn't on the practice, if he isn't practicing next week, that's a concern because it's basically three weeks, right? He he had hurt the foot really early in the practice, early last week. He's not going to practice this week against the Packers. He's not going to play, so that's two weeks. If he doesn't practice this next week, that's three weeks. It's a real concern, but let's see. I mean, next next Monday, if he ain't practicing, my panic meter, I'm gonna it'll, it'll go to ten and I'll break off the knob. Um, speaking of no Jameis, now listen. I think there was there was some national reporters and, and some other people tweeted it today. I think the best two best defenses in the NFC will be facing uh, will be on the same practice field today, and I think that's warranted. The Saints and Green Bay, and Andy Dalton <laughs> Andy Dalton struggled today a lot. He was apparently he was missing open guys. Uh, you know, Jar Alexander, who's a really great corner, corner for the Packers, he defended on Michael Thomas. So. The offense struggled. The biggest thing to me, and we'll just have to see in the game, the Saints, the Packers' pass rush was getting home against the Saints. And to me, that's a concern because the Packers, their strength in their defense is not their their pass rush. Like, their their strength is they've, they've drafted some linebackers. Their secondary is really good. They really like guys there. Uh, so if the if the Packers pass rush is getting home on the Saints, like that's a little bit worrying because the Packers aren't like their defense isn't known for the pass rush. Like if you're playing the, if you're practicing against the Saints, right, and you're like uh, Davenport, Cam Jordan, you know, on your mind, like they're getting home, you'd be like, oh well, they're they're a top defense, they get a lot of sacks, that's that's okay. But the Packers pass rush is kind of eh, kind of it's kind of mid, it's you know it's average, and it was kind of getting to the Saints offensive line today. I think that's something to watch and care about going forward. Yeah, you mentioned the protection up front, the pass protection, and how bad it was in that Texans game. It was not good. Um, now, some of that was on Ian Book. Um, it wasn't just the mm-hmm. offensive line missing blocks. Ian Book is it, tough to block for the way he plays. So, um, But yeah, the protection was good with Andy Dalton on that first drive before they switched. So I don't think, pass protection-wise, I think the drop-off is somewhat significant when the starter's on him, but... You know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see with all that. You know, with Andy Dalton, we only saw one drive, and I think you know he was hot on that drive. So, I think there's maybe an overinflation of how good he is right now, and it, that was bound to come back down to earth a little bit. But you know, again, it, it'll be interesting. Um, you know, some of these guys that are banged up, Lattimore, Jameis Winston, Warner, like it's a concern. It's a concern. You know, obviously, you want to get these guys back sooner than later, but. Again, it's just preseason, so we're, we're we're just. It doesn't matter to me if the Saints lose this game, 
honestly, even if the pass rush looks awful again, <laughs> I don't really care. Well, like it, Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. I mean, here's the thing, Ralph. Like Most of these guys, they're not going to play in the games. That's like, right. Really, the starters are the only thing that you need to concern yourself with. And honestly... Even when you've got a guy playing in the third or fourth quarter that you think is a contributor and he looks bad, yep, he's got a bunch of t- guys that are terrible around him. So you can't really glean much from that either. No, you're you're a hundred percent right. And look, the Saints, to me, when you play a good team like the Packers, it's o- you only get really concerned about it if you get a media report. Like like when the when the Saints this is a long time ago, but even under under Hazlitt, they would have joint practices, and the the entire narrative would be the Saints went to Minnesota and they got they got curb stomped by the by Minnesota when Ditka they put you know I remember they practiced against the '98 Vikings in uh, in training camp, and the media was like the '98 Vikings. Obliterated the Saints, and the '98 Vikings went 15 and one, so they obliterated everybody until they ran into Atlanta. But that's when you get a red flag, like if you get dominated. But if you practice against the Packers and it goes back and forth, Aaron Rodgers, like you said, makes a nice throw. You get a play here, but to me, the things that I really love about this camp is Adebo. It's just day after day he's making plays, and Michael Thomas. He continues, Andrew. He practiced today, and there was a stretch, I want to say, where he caught three or four straight. And he's just a guy. I, I'll be honest and say I was very hesitant to think the Saints were going to get anything out of Michael Thomas this year because when dudes miss two straight years of injury, how many elite players miss two years and come back and look good? Like the list is... It can't be very long, right? No, but no. he's on track to do it. And I just think, to me, that's the most positive thing. Adebo, Michael Thomas, day after day, the reports are good. Yeah, the consistency is a big deal. And for him to stack them up, maybe he will be closer than we think You know, to his level of play from his dominant seasons. That's It's going to be interesting to see how he can kind of Put it together as the games, but yeah, like him stacking up practices back to back to back. I mean, that that's a really good sign. Yeah, it is, and you know, <laughs> the interesting thing too is um, Olave. He made plays, and I just think the Saints. I I just think they aren't going to show us Olave in the preseason. Like, wh- why would you show Atlanta? freaking anything on film with Olave. Uh, and the the less they show of him in the next two preseason games, the more excited I'm going to get. Um, the other thing, Andrew, I saw you tweet it out, and you're, I, can, I, can, I can feel the bitterness in your voice. My UDFA son, again, looking good, who I stole right from, out, from under your nose 
uh, used your tip against you and drafted him. He looked good. Uh, your UDFA son was out there catching punts. Um, so we we got uh, we got some of the rookies. Uh, it'll be an interesting it'll be an interesting uh, Friday for the UDFA son competition. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting is Aesop Winston, I, I didn't think he looked too bad. I thought he did okay on the returns. Not great, not awful. Uh, and he was pretty good last year, you know, in the games that he played for the Saints when he came in spot duty and returned some kicks. So Aesop Winston was a guy I was kind of keeping my eye on, and it was a big surprise to see him get released after that Texans game. And my guess is that they probably wanted to get a look at Rashid Shaheed uh, and give him a shot. And so... I think you should expect to see a lot of that. I don't think the Saints are going to be using Deontay Hardy too much in the return game in these preseason games because they don't want him to take shots, you know. And he, he's going to be they're they're going to be able to use him plenty when the season starts. That's but, right. You know, Rashid Shahid is going to get his shot in this game at returning kicks, and it's going to be interesting to see how he does. So that'll certainly be something that not 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 just the fact that he's my UDFA adopted son, but I I, I want to see what this guy can do. Um, so yeah. it's it, that that's and- going to be intriguing. And you know me, I always joke about you don't not you, but but a lot of people on Twitter are like, oh, you cannot sneak that guy through waivers. You'll never sneak. Up. You'll never get that guy. And it's a it's a line. It's a, Adam Big Big Hill or whoever it was. And I was like, you trust me. You can cut him. He'll get through waivers. Ninety nine percent of the time, you can cut a UDFA and a guy, and they get, you get him through waivers. It's fine. The one position you can't is punt and kick returner. Shahid, he returns a punt or a kick for a touchdown, or even has two really nice returns that aren't touchdowns, you won't push him through waivers. You know why? Because there's always five or six teams where their return game, it sucks, or they flat out just don't have a guy that can't catch the ball. You know, and they're doing the Jarris Bird, yeah. and they're doing the Jarris Bird back there. Fair catch it, or we, or you, or we murder you when you come off the field. So I, I, I still think Ralph, the Saints are have too many receivers, and when you look at Rashid Shahid. When you look at Kevin White, who I know is inconsistent catching the ball, but we know he's really fast, and we know that he's on the first team as a gunner. Mm-hmm. So we know we know that you know he's in the mix. Like you say what you will about Kevin White, he's on the first team as a gunner. So like he's got a good shot. And so the Saints have too many guys right now, and I'm kind of wondering. You know, Deontay Hardy's in a contract year, and we know he wanted a long term contract. He didn't get it. You know, he's playing on the tender. So like. Is Deontay Hardy, if, if Rashid Shahid looks awesome, is Deontay Hardy a guy they could look to trade? Is Callaway a guy they could look to trade? Yeah. Um, to me, Traquan, he's on a one-year deal for little money, and I, I think he's more valuable to the Saints in terms of just knowing the system and being such a good blocker. I think he's worth way more to the Saints than he is to pretty much anyone else. So I don't think they would get much out of him, but I do think there's teams out there that would look at Hardy or Callaway and yeah. say, hell yeah, we'll give you a draft pick for them. So I just think when you look at the depth, and then you know you got guys that will probably end up on the practice squad and, and Dixon and Merritt uh, who have at least shown flashes of some things, and there there is a little log jam here, and like I'm not totally sure how it's going to play out. It's going to be – that's probably the most interesting thing. Some of it will be we'll see these guys tear it up in preseason – or whether it's Callaway and you'll be like, okay, maybe he's sticking around. But I don't know, man. Like, I am really curious to see, are they just going to keep six guys and is it going to be the six guys that we expect? Meaning Traquan, Callaway, and Hardy are your four, five, and six in no specific order? Like, mm-hmm. are, yeah. are they just going to keep all six of those guys? 
or do they try to wedge in Kevin White and Rashid Shahid because they were doing well? And does that maybe cost Callaway or Hardy a spot where they get traded or they get moved? So I, I don't know, man. Like it, that that's that's a uncertain, yeah. uh, uh, uneasy feeling for for those. It's tough. It's it, it's it's tough. And even even Kevin White, like you know, we 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 when we talk, as fans we focus on special teams and we're like, oh, we we focus on the return guy, but they have they'll have teams. Where their special teams will suck and their gunners will suck and they'll give and, and and they'll play in the three preseason games and they'll be like, our punt coverage blows and maybe they look, they look at the film of Kevin White and they're like, you know what, we need him as a gunner because he's better than what we got, so it becomes really challenging. I wonder, like I'm just interested in if they would make a move. What could Callaway? What could Hardy? Like, what could those guys? What could those guys fetch in return? Um, I, I my 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 instinct says not not much. Um, even Hardy, as great as a return guy he is, I can't see a team spending like a mid round pick or a third or fourth round pick for a returner. But you know, desperation and different things change changes changes what teams value what do you think they would what do you what are, what's realistic if if the saints are like we're going to trade some of these excess receivers one of them well i mean remember callaway and hardy both were udfas so i feel like anything you get for them is good business i mean really anything now in hardy's i mean hardy is a pro bowl he, he was an all pro kick returner one of the best in the league so i don't really feel like it's that out of bounds to ask for a fourth round pick um, you know, Callaway, maybe a fifth, like that's probably best, best case scenario. I mean, I, I don't, maybe a third, like, if, like, like what, like for Callaway, you're so deep at receiver. If you, he's not in your plans and you trade him, like you said, he's a UDFA, whatever you get for him, it's fine. I'd be sad to see him go, but if the saints got a fifth round pick for him and I'd be like, okay, cool. The thing with Hardy that I think is difficult is if a team offers you a third or a fourth, because the Saints are trying to win this year and they think they're going to be a good team, they think they can compete in the NFC, is one more year of Deontay Hardy returning kicks and being on your team, is that more valuable to you than a comp fourth-round pick, say? Or, you know, or, or oh, it, a low totally fourth-round pick? It completely is. I think the only question here is if uh, Shahid, let's say, is awesome. Like if Shahid runs back two kicks for touchdowns in the preseason, then I think you have a tougher decision because you might have a guy in your building that's ready to roll. You may have a guy that can replace him where the drop-off isn't going to be very significant. But absent that, no, I don't let him go. Yeah. That's a, That would be a hell of a problem to have. <laughs> you got two guys that are monster returners, and you have to pick the one you want to keep. Talk about well, I, talk about. I think that, 1% I think that one's pretty easy. I think that's that that's an easy. I mean, it's a good problem to have, like you said. But like, do you, do you take the guy that that is making minimum salary for the next four years, or you know, do you pick the guy that's making a couple million on a one year deal? That's on right. A tender, and he's going to be a free agent next year and ask for like a real receiver contract. Yeah. You know, it it sucks to lose Deontay Hardy, but he's oh, yeah. five foot six and. You know, he he's missed a lot of time when he's gotten hit. I mean, when he's gotten big hits, he's missed games because, you know, he doesn't have the 
the body necessarily to take the beating that, that special teams in the NFL gives you. So I actually think if Shahid is as good as I think he could be, then the decision becomes a little easier. The problem is he's been injured and he showed exactly nothing. So the decision <laughs> is really e- the the decision's really easy the other way right now, which is you keep Deontay. Yeah. So the Saints by the way, the Saints offense really, really struggled apparently in the two in the in the two minutes. Um but that's the joint practice. We wrap it up. Guys, also before we get out of here, uh RSVP for the live show. We are up to seventy five for the head count for the September sixteenth live show at Port Orleans. Join us. It's free, but you gotta RSVP to get your boys or back cup so you can help support Team Gleason. First, the uh, proceeds from everybody's first beer at Port Orleans in the Boys Are Back Cup, all the proceeds to Team Gleason. So you got to do that. RSVP. We don't ask you for a ton of information, phone numbers, all that. All you got to do, your name, how many people are coming, boom, you're done. Um, so do it already. And Andrew, it's going to be a fun, uh, fun game with the Packers. But remember, me and Andrew will be recapping the Saints Packers practice tomorrow as well and remember sign up try us for free if you don't like it i'll send you a refund but you're gonna love it we're the best saints podcast and community anywhere and we will see you again tomorrow